Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Bulky Blue Podcast. This is episode six, and it is your Burnley versus Chelsea review in the Premier League. Now, the game was played on October 31st, 2020. Kicked off at 3pm, UK time. The referee was David Coote. It was played at Turf Moor. And Chelsea won 3-0. So, this podcast has got a structure for once. I'm going to go through the starting 11, giving ratings as a go. Then I'll go through the substitutes, the goals, the assists, and then key moments in the match. So, starting straight away with the starting 11 you had Mendy in goal Reese James right back Thiago Silva and Kurt Zuma as our centre backs and Ben Chilwell as our left back now before I move into the midfield I'm going to do their ratings so Mendy he had nothing to do but I'm not just going to give him a plain 5. I'm going to give him a 5.6. Because in the 6 matches he has played for Chelsea, he has kept 5 clean sheets. And all of those clean sheets have been in a row, by the way. Because his first match for us was the one all extra, uh, one all penalty loss to Tottenham in the Cup. And... Since then, he's played three league games, two Champions League games, and he hasn't conceded a goal. He's the first goalkeeper. I saw. I'm, I'm sure I saw this earlier on Opta Joe. He's the first goalkeeper to keep three clean sheets in his first three games in the Premier League since Pecek. I don't know how true that is. I'm just going by what they said on Opta Joe. Um, but that's a very impressive stat, uh, stat. Three clean sheets in his very first three games in the Premier League. It seems like with Mendy and goal, our issues seem to be sorted. And I couldn't be happier. Reese James, I'm going to give an eight. Because of his involvement with the goal, his crosses, his defensive... Well, just his all-round defensive play. If he did get... get um, If he did get dribbled past, his recovery speed was on point. He, he was pretty flawless today. But there were players that stood out more than him. Thiago Silva... Although I've rated him the same, he had some other he had some big moments as well. Where he there was one in particular he nearly got a kick in the face because he basically just threw his body in front of the ball. Very reminiscent of a certain Captain Leader legend that we had at the club one time. Zuma, I'm going to give an eight as well. His goal was immense. The header, although it was poor marking from their standpoint, 
the power he got in that header. For, for for context, if it was me and it just hit my if if I tried headering it, it would probably go all of about two centimeters. Whereas he hit that harder than some people can kick a ball. It was that powerful, and I'll I'll get into the goals in a moment. But Ben Chilwell, I'm gonna give a seven. He he was good. This he was linking up well down the left hand side with Werner. He had a couple of over hit crosses or miss hit crosses, but he did everything he was he was asked to do. He was up and down the touchline. He didn't get where well, he wasn't in any trouble defensively. Can't ask for much more. Kante. So moving into the midfield, you had Kante, Havertz, and Mount. Kante being the DM in front of the back four. Kante has to get a nine from me today. He looked... The, the best way to describe it his, is he was at his best. Intercepting runs, in tackling, just all around being in their way constantly. He was just always there. And when he then did get the ball, his passes to Ziyech, Werner, Havertz, Mount, even Tammy, they were all crisp, they were all accurate, they were all on point, and yeah, I can't fault Kante today. Mount and Havertz, I'm giving both of them an eight. Um, Pressurising the... The way they moved the ball forward was more was fluid, and that's Mount's best performance this season, easily. He he silenced a few critics today, and it's because he was playing in his best position. Kai was floating in around between the lines. He was linking up quite well. Again, it's one of those where you can't really ask much more than that. Um, Pulisic was meant to start left wing. But he got an injury in the warm-up. Now, from what I've read, it's not serious. It's purely a precaution. He felt a bit of pain um, in his ankle, apparently, during the warm-up. And Lampard said, no, you're not playing. It basically, it's one of those where you'd rather lose him for one game and make sure the injuries are like, stopped in its tracks rather than <clears throat> lose him for a period of time due to this injury if he had have played. So <clears throat> we played with Timo Werner at left wing. Werner got a goal. It's brilliant. Uh, I'll get to the goals in a minute. But he got a goal, so I'm going to give him... An 8.5. Don't think he quite warranted a 9. Because he was quiet. But you can't really moan. Because he wasn't in his correct position. Um, Tammy. I'm going to give an 8.5. Yeah I'll give him an 8.5 as well. Because. The hold up play. The link up play. The runs. The 
the space he created for Werner's goal in particular. He even assisted Ziyech's goal with a sublime pass um, layoff for Ziyech. And he's, he's proving that we can rely on him if, and it's a very big if, Werner isn't at the races. And last but not least, my man of the match, Ziyech, 9.5, easily. I should, I've, <laughs> I put a comment on Twitter earlier on, um, so Lon- London is Blue podcast, they put a thing for three word match reviews, and I put presenting Hakeem Potter. The guy is a wizard on the ball, that left foot is just a magic wand, it really is. People call him the Moroccan, the Moroccan magician. And I'm not going to sit here and bullshit and say I knew exactly what we were getting because I don't watch Dutch football. All I'd known from him is what I'd seen in the Champions League. And what I had seen was very promising. And he looked looked brilliant there. But seeing him in person, oh my God. Two goals in two starts. He's also got an assist on his on his name today, as well as a goal. The guy just oozes class. Everything he does, it. He's not afraid to take shots, which ultimately ended up in his goal today. He's not afraid to run at players. He's not. A lazy player, so he always tracks back to try and win the ball back. He is just a phenomenal player. And he's 26, I think, 27. So we can get a few years out of him. Easily. Get five good years out of him. Maybe drift him into the centre a bit as he gets older. Maybe he loses his pace, I don't know. But the guy is... Just phenomenal. But move, moving into the subs, I'm not really going to rate them because they were quiet. Ziyech did come off for hudson Tammy came off for Olivier Giroud. And Kai Havertz came off for Jorginho. Again, I can't really... The most they got was... Hudson Odoi got 17 minutes. Giroud got 13 minutes. And Jorginho only got five. So, can't really judge him on that. We didn't score afterwards. Well, Giroud put a ball in the back of the net, but he was offside. But, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to give him bog standard fives out of ten. But going into the goals, Ziyech scored the opening goal of the game. In the 26th minute. Now. I can remember the shot. He picked up the ball. Just outside the box. On the edge of the D. And he took the shot. And Nick Pope looked either completely wrong footed. Or like he was waiting for the ball to deflect towards him. Because there was a sea of bodies in front of him. But either way it went in. And. Yeah, Ziyech got his first Premier League goal. Two goals in a week. Can't really complain. 
Um, moving forward into the second half, Zuma in the 63rd minute. Mount put in a peach of a cross in the perfect area. Zuma with a towering header, bullet straight into the bottom, uh, straight into the top corner. And then Werner in the 70th minute. It was great link up play down the right hand side. Reese James intercepted a cross. Um, a pass from the Burnley player. Can't remember which one. But he ran down the wing, passed it inside to Ziesh. Ziesh with a, an immaculate through ball to Timo Werner. And Werner slid it home. Tammy Abraham got the assist for Ziesh's goal with a nice little layoff to him. I do remember that. Um, but honestly, there was just so much going on in the game that I couldn't note down everything. But the actual first note that I've got was a chance for Burnley. And probably their only real real chance of the game. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly. So their player had a he hit a long diagonal ball towards Ashley Barnes. It looked like Kurzuma completely misjudged the fly of it. And Barnes was through on goal. Ball was bouncing. Um, Mendy did incredible to smother it. And gave Barnes no other option than to lob him. But by doing that, he lobbed the goal as well. Completely missed. The only way Barnes would even remotely have had a chance there, I think, is if he volleys it first time. And if he scores that, then you just got to hold your hands up and go, you know what, fair play. That's an incredible goal. Um, Havertz had a header saved in the 10th minute. Nothing really worth mentioning there. Chilwell got shoved in the box a few minutes later. But no penalty was given. Now that I don't know what to think of. Because I've seen him given before. I've seen him given. I've seen him not given. So, luckily today it wasn't con- wasn't costly. But if it had have been, it would have been one of those where you're sitting there and going, "Really? What? Why wasn't that given?" But ultimately, we move on. And at thirty minutes played, right, a stat was given, and the commentators read it out that in the opening thirty minutes of the match. Chelsea had 79% possession. Now, to put that into context, um, 30 minutes played, 20% of 30 minutes played is 6 minutes. So, out of 30 minutes played, Chelsea had the ball for just short of 24 minutes of the ball, uh, minutes of the game. Out of 30 that completely blew my mind because it showed the dominance that we had over Burnley. And <clears throat> I know they're currently bottom of the league, but they're not a shit team. They're really not. They don't, well, they do deserve to be there because if they're not performing, then they're not performing. But ultimately, I don't think they'll go down. I'll be very, very shocked if they go down. But... Again, in the 45th minute, Werner had a chance. 
Nothing really worth mentioning there. Uh, Mount had a shot saved in the 51st. In the 55th was the Thiago Silva header that I mentioned in the player rating section. Where the Burnley player looked like he was about to kick kick the ball. But Thiago Silva weren't, has, weren't having any of it. And he just dived in front of him and headed the ball away. Um, at this point in the game, Burnley had come out of the second half looking quite quite strong and quite up for it. It was only 1-0. And at that point, it, I wouldn't say they were pressurising us. But in the first 15 minutes of the second half, they had 60% possession to our 40. Um, but then Kurzuma made it 2-0. It was a vital time for it to be made 2-0. And if it hadn't done, the game could have been very different. Then we made it 3-0. The subs happened. Giroud had an offside goal happen, which I've already discussed. Chilwell was... He, he absolutely bullied one of the Burnley players with a skill move. And when it happened, I literally went, Oh no, Chilwell, stop it, mate. That's just rude. What He, he did like a, a dummy-type shimmy thing. And just sent the Burnley players going. Bye. He may as well have written him a letter and waved as he went past him. It was honestly, it was disgusting what he did. But in a good way. Um, after that, Nick Pope stopped Kai Havertz with a tap-in. Werner up the left-hand side, crosses it in. And Nick Pope got a big hand to it, basically, and stopped. Kai Havertz, who was just there to nudge the ball home. And then Silva had a header in the 87th minute from a corner. That was just... I think he missed, actually. It might have been saved, but I'm sure he missed it. But that's all the key moments that happened. I mean, at the end of the day, it's another clean sheet. Everyone, everyone I see before... Mendy came in was moaning we need to stop goals going in we're doing that now we're stopping goals we're scoring goals we're fourth in the league as it stands the other teams still a lot of other teams still have to play tomorrow um, Liverpool won 2-1 against West Ham which is actually a quite a good result because one Liverpool went 1-0 down they were without Virgil van Dijk and when you compare Tottenham and Man City didn't win there or didn't win against them, Liverpool grinding out a 2-1 win is a very good result for them. Um, so they moved to the top of the table. You've got Everton in second, Villa, I think, in third, and then us in fourth. It might be... No, so it might be Leicester, not Villa, above us. And we've had seven games played, three wins, three draws, and one loss with a plus seven goal difference on 12 points. We've started the season better 
than we did last year. Ultimately, last year off our first six games we were two each. We'd lost to Man United. We'd lost to Liverpool. We were conceding left left and right. We drew two all to Sheffield. We conceded two against Norwich, who went down. Drew with Leicester. And who's the other win we had? I think it might have been Newcastle in there. But we're performing we're playing better than we did at the start of last season. We've got better players who are going to gel together and play even better. And then we've got Thiago Silva and Mendy and Chilwell and <clears throat> our back line just looks so reassured at the moment. It it honestly doesn't look like as it I know we will. Because it ain't going to happen. But we look like at the moment we're not going to concede a goal anytime soon. When we do, it's going to be a weird feeling. And that's a a testament to how good our defence has been since Mendy's come in. How can one player have such an impact... The 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 impact Mendy's had, as I've just said, is is just phenomenal. It it's complete. For me, it's on the level of Allison walking into Liverpool. Right, we might not win the trophy, but it's the same sort of effect so far. <laughs> We've gone from conceding three goals against Southampton, three against West Brom, two against Liverpool. So that's eight in three games. We've conceded none in our last four. Mendy himself has kept five clean sheets in a row and conceded only one goal in six matches he's been here. Granted, yes, we have had a stable back four in front of him with Mendy... That with Silva, Zuma, Chilwell, and either James or Aspie. Apart from the Man United game, but all five were in front of him that game. And when you when you consider the stable back four, the good goalkeeper, as I've said before, defenses are. Defences win you titles, attacks win you matches, and if you can get a balance right, which so far we seem to be doing with Mendy and goal, I can't see any reason why we won't at least challenge for the league this season. We can challenge for the league. It's as simple as that. Liverpool don't look as strong as they have been, especially without Van Dyke. City, they won today against Sheffield, but we, you gotta, you gotta look at it and you think they're not as strong as they have been the last two, two, three seasons. We're stronger than we have been in the past two, three seasons. So we, we can close that gap. As I said, I'm not saying we will, but we can. And 
if we do, it's going to be brilliant. If we don't, then we weren't expected to win the league anyway. As long as the gap is closer, um, we're not challenging for fourth, but we're comfortably in the top four. Like so, there's a gap between us, say us in third, for example, and then there's a gap between us and fourth place. Then it will be deemed a successful season, in my opinion. And then next season, when we've got the final pieces of the jigsaw, we can then push and challenge for the title, challenge for Europe, challenge for the other trophies and whatnot. But ultimately, it's it's one of those where you got to just wait and see what happens. And... That's all I can really say on that. So thank you so much for listening. It really does mean everything to me. And if you can share it around, if you like it, that'd be great. Until then, I will... Until next time, goodbye.